Welcome to S E O Conspiracy dot com. She's back. <laughs> I know you've been missing SEO Conspiracy, but the lovely Judith Lewis, we had to figure out ways to meet and record. Mm. Today, we are introducing a new concept because it's everyday April Fools in the SEO community <laughs> and in SEO. Anyway, so because of Every my... Everyday Neil Patel is in the industry is April Fools. <laughs> and our relationship with Google is also very <laughs> April Fools, foolish type of, thing, <laughs> of behavior. Very. But this concept, what is it, my dear? Of our G-spot SEO. The ultimate SEO strategy mm, to rank first on Google. Teasing Google to make sure that it wants to show your content mm. and it wants you on top. I forgot who is a very smart guy who said everything in life is about sex, except sex, which is about power. Mm, so we won't talk about true. power. <laughs> of course. Of course it is. Therefore, SEO everything is about sex. Everything else is about sex. Yeah. Yeah. Well, advertising is very heavily sex-driven. And to a certain extent, mm. SEO is a little bit like advertising. You know, we as SEOs, we want our content to look the best. We want it to be the most alluring, the most attractive content. We want it to be on top. We want it to <laughs> dominate the Google rankings. And we want to spank the others to get them down below us. <laughs> well, I'm, she, like, I'm, I'm starting to run out of my thread here, though. <laughs> she's, a, she's in great shape, guys. She, she's, uh, she's back for real. Let's start first with the relationship between SEOs and Google. Yes, yeah. Well, Where is the sexy part in that? I think that SEOs are always trying to get Google's attention and to make Google love them. You know, we all yeah. want to be desired by Google. And it thrills us to no end as individuals when we get that attention because we want it and we crave it. So we seek it. But on the other hand, Google can be a very cruel mistress or whatever, very cruel lover mm. um, in that it can be capricious and walk away from its relationship with us with, without really thinking about us for a second afterwards. So we are constantly as SEOs trying to attract the attention of Google. So it's it's really about sex and flirting and desirability and attractiveness always in search. And it it isn't necessarily before somebody gets mad and says, well, traditional constructs of attractiveness are blah, blah, blah. Um, it's whatever... Google finds attractive. So we are trying to be attractive to Google. And thankfully, Google has put out a manual of what it likes to see in a partner. So we have a whole guidebook of mm. how it rates mm -mm. its its desirability in a partner. 
Let's get technical because that's mm. the before. Now, yeah. you are getting dirty. Foreplay. <laughs> Foreplay, you need to um, prepare the beast. <laughs> you need True. To... True. That entitles... You have two levels. Uh -huh. Either you copy, meaning... Maybe you, let, let's say, okay, it's the first time. You're a first timer. So how do you know? You watch Pornhub or YouPorn or whichever site you like to learn, okay? YouTube or, in the case of SEOs. But exactly like, like what you see on those sites, is foreplay really what is told on those, all those guides that you will find, video guides, most likely? Mm. Is it really? Is it really it? Be careful, because what you watch and read can be flawed. Could could it's not be true. The person who's put that content out, to them, that is foreplay. But to the person that you're trying to woo, or the person that you're trying to attract, that may not be foreplay to them. So when you go off and you watch Pornhub or you porn or whatever it is, Red Tube, X Hamster. XXN, we do not judge. XXA, XXB, XXC, I think they have all the letters. Well, X hamster is much more for the BDSM crowd, but, you know, we don't judge. You put that out there and whatever is on there as foreplay, you assume is what people are looking for in foreplay. But for Google, if you go to YouTube and you look at SEOs talking about how to attract the attention of Google, it's only their perception. Google has never actually told us sort of like a lover has never actually told us mm. what it to the to the letter finds attractive sure your partner may say oh i enjoy it when you do this and oh i really like it when you do that mm. um but they haven't given us the letter and uh detail of what exactly turns them on and sometimes they themselves don't know and rank brain has introduced this whole element into the google search rankings that mm. engineers cannot predict why rank brain chose something so much like people google itself no longer has a full grasp on exactly what turns it on moreover it depends on where because Google is just a species, okay? And you have different uh, queries, different topics, different... You can be a lot more aggressive on what we would call low-hanging fruits or long-tail type of or niche, okay? What, yeah. what, what you could do on better breakfast in Buttfuck, Arizona. <laughs> uh, well, you... Buttfuck, Arizona is a very popular place. It's, okay, it's okay. actually quite competitive in the B&B market. <laughs> I bet. I bet. <laughs> the, uh, what you could do there in terms of aggressivity, uh, aggressivity, aggressivity is aggressiveness. Aggressiveness, yes. Aggressiveness. You could be very aggressive there. On other mm. keywords like payday loans, you would not even rank and get penalized. You would go nowhere. Yeah. So you get a like Picasso said: good artists copy, great artists steal. You need to, you don't have, yeah. SEO consultants like Judith and I need to be able to tackle pretty much any website, any, any challenge. Yeah. Uh, you have one site 
you have a bunch of keywords, so you can really get down and um, uh, you can get down into the weeds. You can get down and exactly. dirty with down your website and, and see uh, what makes Google like you the most. I was going to say lick you the most. No, it's like you the most. <laughs> lick you the most. Uh, you can lick all you want. It depends lick on the partner. Lick you to the top. <laughs> depends on the partner again. And, and once, as long as it's consensual. Uh, exactly. Once you... And it's the same with Google. It needs to be consensual. When you start injecting malware in mm. other people's sites, that's not consensual. Google doesn't like non-consensual content. It does not. Are we done with foreplay? Can we move? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we've sort of moved on from the yeah. initial stages. No, but my next question was lube or no lube? Oh, it really depends. I'm, I have to say that I'm of both, I'm in both camps. Sometimes you need to um, lubricate and sometimes it's fun not to. But it depends on what you classify like from an SEO mm. point of view, what would the tactic be that we would associate with lubricant? Mm. Would it be links? Would it be jump to links inside of the content, which helps massage Google's way through your content? Mm. I like it. I like it both. The sensation is pleasurable either way of seeing your site <laughs> rocket up to the top. And I guess we could also relate that to the aggressiveness again. But maybe also, even if we stay not aggressive, but white hat, quote unquote. Yeah. Or, if you're in payday loans, well, let's say not payday loans. No one should be in payday loans. <laughs> if you're in accommodation in somewhere like Amsterdam, which is actually quite competitive, if you're going to fist Google, you want some lube there because you want mm. Google to love you for fisting it. So you really want to take that opportunity to, to lubricate your site a little bit to get Google happy with that very aggressive insertion. Mm. And so at the end of it all, you get really deep in, really high up in the rankings because you've lubricated your way in rather than just trying to push your way in with no lubricant. Mm. So you will be rewarded more by Google if you do things that it likes, even when you're being forceful. And where you shine is my next point. Ooh. <laughs> because in my opinion, you need to send, no, I, I need to turn it sexy, hold on. <laughs> you need to, you yeah, need no. to. <laughs> we, we have to keep thinking of like, like what, how, how can we do this technical topic really sexually? Yeah. Let me think. You've got to make sure that all your 301 and 302s are redirected in the right way. How can you make that sexy? Hmm. I, I got it. I got it. You need to tease enough to give pleasure, but you need to stay below the... Um, Ejaculation. You need to. You, it needs to be uh, that pleasure. Uh, well, you need to edge them. You need to edge them exactly. Edge because if you go to well, once you up, once you ejaculate, it's over. Game <laughs> over. You 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 strike out. <laughs> well, yeah. Once it's that, you know, then you're done and mm. you're you're soft and it's down yep. to the bottom again. Exactly. So you've got to keep it. You've got to keep it nice and firm. You've got to have the good good exactly. technique. 
and you can't get them too close because then it starts to hurt the pleasure reduces and it gets too soft so you want to keep it up there keep pushing mm -hmm. it up there and there are a lot of different tactics that you would want to employ mm -hmm. to edge google so making sure your mm -hmm. site's nice and technically clean mm -hmm. i'm actually working on that with a client right now i keep going through the site over and over again <laughs> and i keep finding things that the, i'm not happy with the deeper you go the better it is the deeper i go the worse it is I the worse it is oh shit yeah but you know i figure if when i give the bad news i sweeten it up a bit it should be okay mm. <laughs> But yes, the deeper I go into this site, the worse it does look. So hopefully we'll be able to fix that. But you want to make sure technically, technical is like the lubricant, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's that 20% that can make the difference between pain and pleasure. So technical is like lubricant. Getting technical elements right can help smooth Google's way through your site. <laughs> and then after that, links are... Well, content uh, on, first, right? Content. Yeah, yeah, I was getting into links. I'm uh, always getting to the thrust. <laughs> yes. And, and yeah, it's not like you. Too you, excited. Yeah, you speed up. Um, and now <laughs> I forgot my next one. Ah, it was a good one. It was a good one. Because uh, we've gone no, from... No, got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> Easy to say size matters, but how you use your SEO strategy also. I'm afraid that size also matters always. <laughs> of course, uh, the more content, the more links, the more everything, the better. Yeah. But yeah. But do you need a little bit of finesse? You know, if you or, or just get a what, what is this like machine that drills holes like a. <laughs> A drill? No, the the, the, the street one. <laughs> okay. Oh, a jackhammer. Yeah, yeah jackhammer. Okay. <laughs> So I, I think with content, size still matters, right? One page with rel previous next that's no longer supported. It's just one giant long page. And I had a guy show me his very page. large <laughs> page at a conference once. And I lost the will to live halfway through scrolling. And I was like, <laughs> I'm fed up with this. Like, people are going to be fed up with this. Why are you doing this for Google? Oh, says he i've done a study and i found that google rewards content like this and i'm thinking no sweetheart you've gone way overboard yes size matters but this is too big there's not very many people going to be able to take that and it's true you need to make it it needs to be of a substantial quality but that doesn't mean it has to be huge it has to be well formed because if it's too big, it's a lot to swallow. Sometimes Google can't take it. If it's too small, it can lack the appropriate stimulation for Google's mm. algorithm to reward it oh, with the top of rankings ranking. So you won't get to number one if it's the wrong size. And again, it depends on the partner. The, the Some like it long, some would like five instead of one. Yeah, this is your content, you know. <laughs> but the five are all the same, right? They're all topically yeah. related. Exactly. So they it, might be artificial, but you can actually tell if it's artificial content or if it's real. Some artificial content is very, very close to real, mm. real content. I was reading some today. I am 
98% sure was created by GPT-3 because the way the language was structured struck me as something artificial. So, you know, you can feel it as mm -hmm. it goes in. It feels different. There's a different warmth to it. There's a different feel Very good to point. something when it's right. artificial versus real. Very good point. I make a lot of analogy with photography because I take pictures and when you crop mm. you feel it like I can't explain to you how I just see a picture that cro that's cropped it's the same size okay it could be a different focal lens no it's the feeling you, you feel it yeah. no other way around it exactly should so, we yeah. go should we go virism outside now Ooh. so spying <laughs> on your competition <laughs> Outside looking in. Slowly going uh, off sites, going outside. Yeah. So it's like when you're at a sex club and you're sort of like mm. looking at all the other people to see what size they are next to uh, you. So how do you how do you study what you what you take on on the on the others around? <laughs> in the My favorite tool for voyeuristic exploration mm. is SEMrush. I love using SEMrush for spying. Mm. For pulling back the curtains and taking a good hard look at all the dirty insides, what keywords they're ranking for, what links they have, taking a look at all the content, mm. how it's being crawled even. So SEMrush will give you a lot of that seedy detail about exactly what your competitors are getting up to and what they're paying for mm -mm. as opposed to what they're getting for free. So you can see all the things they've paid for in the past how much they might have paid, and whether they stopped paying or started paying even more. You really didn't uh, think I could go all this far with this. Of course, <laughs> of course. It reminds me of uh, recently, last, last week, I, got a, I had to make a proposal for, for now a client. And uh, so my assistant does all the majestic SMR stuff and puts it in the, on the thing. And, and she was like, mm -hmm. oh, this website buys a lot of links. I'm like, no, you can get them organically if, you, if you're good. That's <laughs> called press relations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So she's only used to people buying links, not actually oh, yeah, getting yeah, yeah. them. She does all the black hat automated stuff that I don't want to do. <laughs> she, she, she doesn't have the basics of SEO. She doesn't know anything of the basics, but she's, she only learned the, the yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's go. Okay. Um, she knows how to push her way into a site. She knows how to push, yes, and pull. Because that's mm. also a thing. You, again, going back to this. choosing the right partner. Choosing the right partner. That's key. You need to be comfortable. You need to know what you're getting into. Because you could do it without knowing. But it's never as it's good. It's always a risk. And, always and a risk. catch something, yeah. you know, you've got to be very careful. Exactly. Uh, always invest, invest in what you, what you know. When you're yeah. what you're familiar with, Warren Buffett. You want to vet your partners before you get in bed with them. So make sure that if you're buying or earning a link through a relationship, you're checking them out, making sure that they're who you want to be known to be associated with. Seduction. We're getting back backlinks. Okay, seduction. Yep. How do you how do you seduce? How do you get those uh, those partners? How do you be able to get them into bed? Wow. 
Those are very separate questions. You're good, babe. First you have to find them, <laughs> then you have to seduce them, and then you have to get them into bed. So outreach, obviously. Um, it's spying. It's just, you build a scenario. It's Yeah. it's. I think, you know, John Mueller said it best when he called it digital PR, because a good link builder is like a PR. They build relationships with sites. So they select them carefully by looking for the most attractive partner based on the criteria that they're looking for, mm. because different sites need different types of partnerships. Exactly. So you find the partner that looks right for your needs, and then you have a little bit of a, a little bit of foreplay, a little bit of chit chat, a little bit of flirting before you actually decide to take the plunge, to make sure they mm. really are, the right person, the right, mm -hmm. the right site for you. Then once you've established that their credentials are genuine, because sometimes they aren't. Lots of people fake things. I mean, hello, online dating apps. Is anything on there true? I don't think so. So once you've found the right partner and you've vetted them and you've had a chit chat with them, you get into the part where you start to negotiate for the insertion. That's, a, that's always very exciting. That is the most exciting mm. part. When you know that's what you want. And you know you need it and mm. you try so hard to get it because you know you've got them on the hook. You've had that little chit chat back and forth. But now, now you want to really get in there and you want to get deep in there and you want it in there where you want it to be. Well, how are we going to recover from that one? <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's true, right? 100%. Because you want it in the right mm. content. It's mm. got to be in the right place and the right content on the right site with the right kind of relationship. You don't want your link on a site that's had a penalty. You don't want your link on a site that's linking out to things that are not topically re related to you on a regular basis. You don't want that link below the fold. If possible, you want it above the fold. You don't want that link <laughs> hidden. All those mm. things, you know? What you shouldn't do is buy a drink at the bar and wait at the corner. Yeah, that never works. That never works. Except for me. I've got big boobs. Works. What yep. I have to do is wear something low cut and sexy and I'm never left alone. And people wonder why I wear sweaters that have necks after you. <laughs> it works. It works. John Mueller is right for the top 0.1% of the pyramid of content creators. Yeah. Okay, it, it does work for for these people, but the rest of the world, you need to hustle. So yeah, if yeah. you're the most beautiful, most sex appeal person in the world, stand in the corner and people will come up to you, girls or guys, it works. Otherwise, you need to hustle a little bit. Yeah, you need to hustle, just like at the bar. Yeah. And like you said, you might not want the most attractive uh, person in the room, uh, might, not be, might not be a good fit. And mm. sometimes those most attractive persons are the most available, but nobody goes up to them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just want to, you, you want to make sure that they're right. So if they are the most attractive person and they do seem to be the right match mm. for you, go up to them and say hello. If they push you back, it may mean that it wasn't meant mm. to be the place that you were placing your link. But if they engage in a conversation, you know, nothing ventured, mm. nothing gained. I have a little tip to find links in a place where nobody looks and it's right in front of you. 
when I'm with a client, I'm saying, okay, pull this out, phone. Go on your address book and let's call. <laughs> let's see who do you know that could... Yeah. And, and I've, I had the FTP of Air France, the public, the, 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 uh, the, the plane thing, the, the airline, the airline, the French airline. Yep. Okay, because, because the guy knew one of the top of at Air France and he was like, I want a link. And the guy was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I asked and they gave me this. <laughs> Go ahead. Like okay, <laughs> see, see, wow. the most uh, the most attractive uh, might be the most open. <laughs> you don't know. I I wouldn't want to be the SEO at Air France finding that link and being like, what the <laughs> hell? What one link? <laughs> like, pages full of links. Link? <laughs> Who put that link on our website? What what even is that? That's not topically aligned. Trust me, they will never find. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's me. <laughs> uh yes yes maybe yeah uh yes true true because the, uh, if i will really want to hide it i have to put like some cloaking yeah. 301 cloaking code uh and then and that pops up anyway <laughs> a really so one of my best tips that people really don't listen to and when they do they're like why didn't i think of this sooner use bing webmaster tools bing is not as um choosy a lover as google and they will take pretty much anything. But Bing kisses and tells all the time. So you go into your Bing Webmaster Tools and you can see if you've got weird links coming in or weird mm. links going out. I might add Yandex Metrica, the one, one Yandex Webmaster Tools as well. I'm a big fan of Yandex Metrica, the Google I'm a Analytics. big fan of Yandex. Yeah, yeah, I like the UX. I like the uh, well. The search engine doesn't return the results I want, but <laughs> ah, but sometimes for some queries, Google gives me bad results. So I'll actually go to secondary mm. search engines, and they give me a better set of results. Sometimes I want to see the bad and the good. Sometimes I don't want Google filtering my life. Sometimes mm -hmm. I want to see the stuff that Google's filtered out. Oh, we for don't sure. always want to be controlled by Google in what we see and what information we're exposed to. Okay, let's finish on that. Uh, control or, or more, okay, let's not go into control. Let, let's talk about the, the long-lasting relationship or the one shot. Yeah. This is the one shot. Well, it doesn't matter whether it's placement in Google or links. You definitely want to have more than one opportunity in life. But you want to make sure that all of those opportunities are ones that you, relationships that you make that last. You don't want a one and done. You don't want to rock it up to the top of number one and then back down to the basement and be nowhere unless you can churn and burn that. You want to make sure that those relationships are lasting and yeah, fruitful. But sometimes you would invest in a just short term or one night stand and it's a good fit. It could be. It could be, uh, but it, it, it be. won't. It won't be. <laughs> the um, the head of marketing for uh, Beaujolais says that um, the Beaujolais is like the girl you meet at the club and you go home and have a one night stand with, and that's it. And Beaujolais sells a lot of wine. There is some very good Beaujolais, but not the not the, not the usual one, <laughs> not the one that you drink like. Uh, 
uh, new out of the barrel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, the, the one that they sell. I'm trying to remember which is the date where they sell this Beaujolais. But whatever, yeah, you are right. You know, for 99% of the Beaujolais, it's just a one night stand. Yeah, and it but it sells well. Mm. So it doesn't mean that one night stands are not profitable. Mm-hmm. They can be very profitable. Look mm-hmm. at people who are in the sex work trade. One night stands are very profitable for them, but they also have regulars. Mm. And those regulars enable them to take fewer risks. And that's why mm. long-term relationships are better. With, with a client who is into the cam girl business, uh, yeah. uh, 45% of the clients are coming to see a girlfriend. Yeah. The long last, the, the relationship now needs to be maintained. You need to take care of it. It's work. Yeah, it's true. It's work. You can't, uh, yeah. it's a different you game. You can't just set it and forget it. Mm. But because we are humans and we, we want relationships, we are programmed like that, I guess. Yeah. Um, the the one shot or the, the very aggressive uh, way of doing things, it's most likely not for most of the people it, it, it's uh you you gotta be careful what you wish for is how i said you need to know what you're getting into okay mm. and the more the more hardcore you go the more uh careful you need to be and the worst is when people are doing it without the knowledge of doing it yeah. you need to be yeah. aware he's it Absolutely. oh that's that's a good conclusion aware be yeah. aware <laughs> When you're not aware of your own body, sex is less fun. Mm. When you're not aware of what's going on and and how you're meant to operate as an SEO, Mm. it's less fun and you're less successful. So fewer orgasms, fewer orgasmic thrusts up to number one if you don't know what you're doing. Don't be shy. Don't be shy because, uh, again, it's always like everything else. It's about practice. So, yes. so if you are shy, yep. practice. Get out of your comfort zone. You don't need to. Okay, if if your comfort zone is is uh, such a certain circle, then then you need to stay just right outside that circle. You don't need to go very far, little by little. But yes, uh, it, nobody is gonna bite you. You're not gonna bleed. <laughs> not gonna, exactly. She she or he will not uh, or, or will not uh, send you to the hospital. I I swear. <laughs> Most of the time, unless during, you ask for it. During the foreplay, okay, before, after. Yeah, during after, foreplay. Afterwards, after, once you get to know each other. Yeah, yeah. Well, afterwards, it could turn into, a, well, serial killers or killers <laughs> exist anyway. Uh, but the, usually, usually it, it turns out good. Uh, very Safe, rare occasions. consensual. Yeah. Those are the bywords, safe, mm-hmm. sane, and consensual always. Exactly. Once you, and within those, this par- parameter, you can, you have so much leeway. You can go very, very far without going overboard and uh, drowning. It's very true. Absolutely. But if you want to go overboard, just be aware and accept the risks and... It's fine also. As long as you don't go illegal, as long as you don't kill or rape people, uh, we're fine. Yep. With, exactly. 
I turned off monetization on this channel, but we are definitely not getting any, any ads. If someone sees ads nope. on this video, please hit me up. Yeah, take a screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you could get Love Honey, which is sex toys, or you could get Anne Summers, which oh, is yeah, a sex we lingerie. We haven't talked about get... the toys, the tools. <laughs> the tools. <laughs> well, we talked about Semrush. Yes, true. True, it's a toy. So the, the toy is basically either you are press button or you know how to use it. <laughs> Comes yeah. down to it. Absolutely. That's but the... if you are going to use a sex toy or if you're going to use a tool, you actually still need to know what you're doing. Mm. Because toys are toys, tools are tools. They don't replace your experience. So don't be afraid. Jump in. You're not going to break anything. We're not surgeons. You're not going to uh. kill someone by operating on mm. them without skills and experience. So we're just SEOs. We might sink entire companies, but you're never going to be let loose on a situation like that unless you know what you're doing. So don't don't mm. be afraid. Have a bash, mm. try it out, experiment, get to know what turns you on and what pleasures you about the job and pursue it. I will add that you need to know what you want to get out of uh, the, the usually people go into Google Analytics, spend two hours in there, come out and they're like, okay, what do I do now? They don't yeah. know what they want to get out of the tool. Yeah. And then you need to know how to use it. But uh, it's exactly. the same. I mean, it's if you know how to use it, usually you, you if you're at, at that level, you know what you want. It's true. <laughs> come to the territory. <laughs> what else? Uh, are we did we do the whole, uh, the whole topic? Did, did we? Is there something we missed? No, I think we. No, we did content, we did technical, and we did links, and oh, we did tools. How to break up? How to break up with Google? Wow. Sometimes, two sites don't get along, and so Google is usually the one that does the dumping. But sometimes you want to get out of your relationship with Google. Let's say you're in finance and you're doing interest rates. You don't want those hanging around in Google. So well, even, okay, if you have 99% of your traffic that comes from Google. Ooh, it, you never it, want that, that's bad, but okay. It's not a breakup, but you want to so, spread out a little bit. Not even a divorce. Oh, <laughs> so you'd like to broaden your horizons and mm. have a a multi-site, a multi-search engine relationship. No, a multi-acquisition multi, uh, 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 channels. I don't know. The, yeah. <laughs> the, the Email, PPC, yeah, yeah, SEO. Yeah, yeah. Branding, all that stuff. Referrals. Yeah. Even if my, my strategy is built around the traffic in three thirds, one third popularity, one third notoriety, and one third authority. Mm. Well, you always should be looking at a holistic strategy. You should never look at SEO what independent is, of other channels. I've read that thing like holistic SEO. What, what the hell is that? I don't know. The word holistic, <laughs> it means to look at something as part of a, a larger ecosystem. Mm -hmm. So you're not just honing in on one particular vertical. You're thinking about everything. I don't know. That's I called think marketing. Really a holistic SEO thing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's called it marketing. It is core marketing, <laughs> yeah. But people get very sent into just digital mm -hmm. marketing. And even then, mm -hmm. 
digital marketing to a lot of people just means SEO. Mm. But digital marketing is also email marketing. It's also PR, digital PR. It's also PPC. It's also advertising, mm. digital advertising. So it's not called sales and marketing for no reason, mm -hmm. the, the discipline. So you have to be mm. always thinking about this because better SEO will reduce your PPC costs. Good SEO and PPC will bring people in to join your email marketing mm -hmm. campaigns. And your email marketing is going to be one of your most successful sales channels if that's the way you do it. And you want to make sure that you're always diversifying, always thinking beyond. If you aren't building a brand, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. So you need, with, with your partner, long-term partner, do you advise to diversify? Always. Always, always be polyamorous. Keep the fun. Always love in more than one channel. <laughs> Keep the fun alive. Yeah. Always. It, diversity and um, um, mixing things up keeps things fresh. Fresh. Stay fresh. Oh, that's a good one. As fresh mm -hmm. as you. <laughs> stay fresh. I'm SEO. I stay fresh. No, but, uh, I need to. Uh, I hope all SEOs are staying fresh by bathing regularly. <laughs> You're asking a lot, I guess. Yeah, I guess I am kind of asking a lot, especially for the people who are perhaps more isolated than others. Yeah, the, the ones who stay in the cave. Um, yeah, who haven't quite worked out that it's not 2012 anymore. <laughs> Well, now everybody lives in a cave. We, we can't get out. Well, obviously, That's true. Hopefully, by the time you watch, uh, if you watch this video later, you, you, you will be out again. Hopefully, everyone will be out. <laughs> well, the hotels reopen on the 17th of May, so a lot of people will be out and in a hotel room. Oh, for sure. Uh, for sure. The, the I know Bibi has been. Bibi's been using hotel rooms for work, so... Yeah. Oh, really? There's a lot of people where, yeah, it's it's gets you out of the house, out of the away from mm. the kids. It enables you to have relationships outside of the home. All right, let's finish on outside, inside. What's uh, the places? The analogy would be okay, you, you as for if you're not a SEO consultant, okay? If, if yeah. you you make money with your website, uh, would you recommend just? one one path or would you diversify also the different uh, type of website different markets different whatever i think it depends on your brand mm. so if we look at something like a core hotels we were talking about earlier i said to a colleague that i was going to be staying at the pullman in Bucharest. And then I said, I was also going to be looking at M Gallery in Athens. And I said, they were both Accor hotels. They were both premium Accor hotels, mm -hmm. as was Sofitel. Um, because he said, well, I thought Sofitel was their premium. And I said, no, no, they've got multiples. And he said, oh, isn't that bad for the brand? No, it's fine, because each of them is a brand. Mm -hmm. And then the the global brand is a core, and then Sofitel is a brand, Pullman is a brand, M Gallery is a brand, Banyan Tree is a brand. So all of these are individual brands. So yes, absolutely diversify if it's right for your mm. business and it makes sense. But sometimes people start diversified and they need to consolidate. So if we look at something like um, in publishing uh, a while ago, remember about.com? 
Maybe if you're old. Belong to yeah. the New York Times. They um, <laughs> they diversified. All of their subdomains were everywhere. They went through a few um, acquisitions, and then they've actually consolidated different channels mm. under single umbrellas, so that they're much more topically related together than about.com mm. ever was, because about.com mm. was everything. Now they've got things like liquor.com, which is all about drinks and mixology mm -hmm. and alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages and like the history of wine, the history of whiskey, et cetera, et cetera, everything, as well as like the top three cock Negroni bartenders in the world, that sort of thing. So mm -hmm. it's, it's a diverse range of, of content, but it's all around one theme. So definitely diversify, but theme things together. Because if you're trying to diversify a single theme, if you're M Gallery and you're trying to to fragment yourself and and have different websites for M Gallery, you have to have a really compelling message mm. because each of those websites is going to cost time and money to maintain. So choose your battles wisely. Choose your partners. What you wisely. said is very important because nothing against uh, being spread out, but the you need to invest wisely and enough in each of them and of course it takes more more resources uh, maybe maybe you need a viagra appeal for that one <laughs> if you spread yourself yeah, but viagra costs money so <laughs> yep you gotta invest here's a fun fact about about boy.com because new york times sold it after the whole panda got penalized oh. by panda and i was I was laughing by myself when I was reading the the New York Times journalist beating on Google and those content forums, blah, blah, what a scandal. I was like, dude, about.com is paying your salary, okay? <laughs> a little respect yeah. <laughs> because New York Times is definitely not making enough money to pay your salary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> about.com, yeah, that was making a lot for yeah. sure. With little, very little investment compared to how much you cost, Mr. Journalist. <laughs> But, you know, it, it had to rebrand. It had to change. It had to advance. Mm. And it's evolved into something completely different. Mm -hmm. So if you look at something like that, creating topical niche sites that aren't too niche, so they're not just talking about mixology, they're talking about all topics within liquor. But and they have um I think they have a, an interiors and like a lifestyle one, but they're not talking about alcohol on the lifestyle ones. Although they might have like how to design the perfect bar, they're not going to talk about what drinks to serve at the bar. Mm -hmm. So by having that, you really topically niche, and you're rewarded by Google because Google sees you as a much more attractive partner when it can understand mm. you, and therefore reward you. Used to work 15 years ago to have this shopping guide <laughs> with everything, but now it's uh, much wiser to be niche. It's true. All right, my dear, 45 minutes. Wow. <laughs> I could go on for longer. Everyone. But I think some of the guys might be. They, they won't keep me. up. Yes, 45 minutes is a long time. Yep. So we need to uh, ejaculate that one. <laughs> It's about time. We need to finish it off. We need to finish it off and we need to move on to the next video. So hopefully 
Next podcast. I call it podcast because there's the audio version. So I need yes. to stop using the word video. Thank you, my dear. Thank you for having me. And I'll see you a couple of minutes to record the next one. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching and we'll see you in the next one. Or we'll listen to you, hear you, talk to you, mm. watch you, whatever you want. <laughs> Gspot SEO, the Ooh. ultimate SEO strategy for 2021 and above and beyond and under and whatever. Lube, know. no lube. <laughs> it's a free world. Do whatever you want. Just don't kill anyone or don't exactly not against safe, the world sane and safe. consensual exactly i gotta i gotta write this one down so i remember thank you judith thank you